everyone, and welcome to the Nintendo Fuse podcast. This is episode 266, recorded on Monday, February 27th, 2023. And tonight we're going to be talking all about Pokemon Presents that just happened earlier today. We're going to talk a lot about the other news that's been coming out and some rumors and different things like that uh, that's been hitting uh, all the Nintendo news world over the next little, uh, over after the last couple of weeks. We're also going to be talking about the games we have been playing. But before we jump into any of that, we should probably introduce ourselves. My name is Steve, and I am not alone. I'm also joined by Barry. Hey, Barry, how's it going? Hey, Steve. Always a pleasure. And of course, also joined by Greg. Hey, Greg. Hey, how's it going? I do have to say right when you said like, oh, and by the way, or whatever, I thought you were like, I'm not a time traveler. I thought you were going to end with. So. <laughs> <laughs> we'll see. We'll see. It's a whole uh, minute and a half that I've been doing pretty well, but I'm not. We'll, we'll see how just, it goes. Just have to call sure. the shots already. That's <laughs> <laughs> right. That's right. Well, if this is your first time on the podcast, uh, maybe you are tuning in live, which is awesome. We do record every other Monday and we record that at 8.30 p.m. Eastern Time, 5.30 p.m. Pacific Time. We'd love to have you join in the, the live shows. We, we stream on both YouTube and Twitch, and so you can tune in either of those different places. Uh, if you are on YouTube, we'd encourage you to hit that subscribe button at the bell so you can be alerted every time we post new videos. And also, if you have not subscribed on a podcast platform, maybe you're listening after the fact, number one, we'd encourage you to join us live. If you have never joined us for a live show, we'd love to have you in the chat room. But if you've never uh, subscribed on your favorite plat podcast platform, we encourage you to do that as well. Also, we are on social media. You can follow us at on Twitter at Nintendo Fuse. And if you've never joined our Discord channel, uh, our server, we would love for you to join that as well. It's a growing community of Nintendo gamers over there. We just love talking about games, talking about lots of other stuff as well. And so it's a great way to connect with us. Uh, both of those links are going to be in our show notes in the YouTube description. And they were also on the, the video version. If you're watching that on YouTube or Twitch, uh, you could see those links on the screen just a second ago as well. But yeah, we'd love to have you join us and and just jump in the conversations. Like we said, we do have a live chat going during our live shows. So we'll refer to that throughout the night uh, during our recording as well. And so if you have any thoughts about what you've been playing, any of the news that we talk about, just thought, toss that in the, uh, the chat room and we'd love to interact with you guys uh, throughout the show. But let's jump into what we have been playing and we're going to go to Barry first. Yeah, so uh, not as big of a list as last time since it hasn't been two months. Uh, but I'm still playing Pokemon Unite uh, every day. Uh, did some Pokemon Scarlet a little bit. Uh, and I went back to Xenoblade 3. I wasn't sure if I was going to with the DLC pack, uh, the, set, the the third one that came out. But I went through and I did the new new uh, Hero Quest Masha. Had some really cool story elements there. And I uh, did a little bit of the challenge mode. Nothing crazy, but... Uh, it's just good to get back into that game and, and see the new stuff. Uh, my main focus has been on some other games. First off, Theater Rhythm uh, Final Bar Line came out last week, and I played through that. Uh, that's actually a game that I also got digital in addition to the physical because of the extra songs, but I love it. And at the same time, as much as I love it, I can, like, the glaring omissions kind of bother me because they did this love letter to to Final Fantasy for the 35th anniversary, and then they neglected to at least put in a song for certain games. Like, certain mobile games get at least a song, but then, like, Dirge of Cerberus doesn't get anything. Final Fantasy IV after years. 
you know, some of, some of the 11 expansions don't get anything. Endwalker from 14 doesn't get anything. And I'm like, why? Why didn't you put at least a song from these things in there? Celebrate it. Um, that being said, it's still fantastic and highly recommend. And, and uh, I played through all 428 songs I have now, at least on an expert difficulty and unlocked everything and just working on collector cards now. But it's, it's a ton of fun. Um, but my big thing right now on the Switch after Theater Rhythm was Octopath 2. I'm playing through Octopath Traveler 2. Uh, what a phenomenal game. It's such a step up from the first game. The, the characters are better. The, the way they interconnect. Uh, there's like side stories that involve multiple characters after they've gotten to a certain point where they get to team up. Uh, just just a, a real blast. The graphics look great. Uh, it's definitely... If you're, if you're unsure, try the demo. You get three hours in the demo. Those three hours do carry over to the main game so definitely give it a try uh, absolutely uh what a blast I'm, I'm i'm still having so much fun with it and i'm nowhere near done mm. uh then a new system did come out in the last two weeks the playstation vr2 so uh i did get a psvr2 and it does not good news is it's not making me as motion sick as the first one mm. uh, but i'm also pacing myself a lot more and doing smaller bits using fans uh so i've been playing some horizon vr call the mountain that that is a showpiece my jaw hit the ground when it when it you know starts up it is beautiful gorgeous and it totally made me sick with the climbing but it was so <laughs> worth it uh, i'm gonna play that in small bite-sized chunks uh playing thumper i played that on ps4 VR, I love Thumper. Uh, it's just an awesome, you know, it's a fun rhythm game, but in VR, it's that much cooler. Uh, play some Res Infinite. That's a fun shmup, and again, it's better in re VR. And some Runner. It's a new game that came out. It's like Akira. It's like a like an eighties anime style uh, game where you're on a motorcycle racing down the road with uh, you know pulling out guns and shooting at you know different you know bugs in the air like little little. Uh, ornithopters or uh, you know other other guys on on uh, motorcycles while weaving in and out of traffic uh really cool really a lot of fun but the aiming wasn't the best i played that on launch day and i think there's been four updates since so hopefully they've been fixing some of the aiming because it did get a little frustrating um but that's all i've currently been playing on the vr on the pc still playing final fantasy 14 and on mobile still kicking it with mario kart tour nice nice how about you greg did a lot of gaming with uh, my girlfriend and or my daughter for this um, last two weeks. So um, my girlfriend did get a Nintendo Switch for her birthday, courtesy of me. So she was able to play. We can play games together and everything. So it's just been kind of fun just to kind of show some different games that she has missed over the Switch's life cycle. So like some of these like Super Mario 3D World, we were I was kind of just showing her that she, obviously didn't have a Wii U or play anything like that. And it was, she was kind of having a lot of fun enjoying that, but she definitely was telling me she preferred the single player over the multiplayer mode, which is kind of interesting to hear. So I know it's that really was telling more... you she doesn't want to play with you anymore. You're dragging her down, Greg. Yeah, clearly. <laughs> I know. I, yeah. I just back. don't know where any of the, <laughs> any of the green stars are, or the stamps. And I just keep getting killed by Goombas <laughs> throwing away all the lives and activating in the, Tanuki cheat mode and stuff like that, you know. <laughs> so I'm just so awful at the game. 
Um, also along those lines, um, she did get um, Donkey Kong Tropical Freeze. Um, that she, I was just helping her through a few of the different levels. Um, this was actually my first time playing the Switch version because I didn't actually get pick that one up as I had the Wii U version. So that was pretty cool to actually kind of see Funky Kong in action and it made it um, obviously it was a lot made it a lot the levels a lot easier being able to be Funky Kong, but it still had a sufficient challenge to it trying to find all the puzzle pieces and all the different letters and all those fun things. So I had to help clear a few of the levels and then even I think the world two boss. So we had just had fun kind of just kind of passing it back and forth when she was having pro- problems with that. We also did some Mario Kart eight deluxe. So that, that since it doesn't play like the GameCube game, we actually had to play against each other. So it was kind of fun to show her the new tracks and everything and had added her to my Nintendo online plan. So then she's has the, all the bonus courses for DLC. So it was a lot of fun just doing some, races and stuff there um then with my daughter we did play some mario party superstars so played through like the peach's birthday cake and the yoshi's uh the yoshi map or whatever and just kind of fun playing with around with those um she was did some bargain shopping and found the jackbox party game so then she was having troubles trying to see how that actually works and plays out so then when she was over here this last weekend i put it to my switch and we finally got it figured out and realized it's more of a mobile game and not really a switch game so that was very interesting to hear after all steve's uh, raves reviews of the <laughs> jackpot the jackpot is games. great it is but yeah i i i yeah sorry about that everybody who may be in Greg's shoes and didn't realize that's how the, the nature of the game goes really the, the switch or whatever console you're rolling it, running it on is your, your board basically for running the game, but you can interact with the game and control the game through your smartphone or a tablet. Yeah. 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 So, I mean, we did a few of the different ones. This was like the party pack seven. So I think there was like some prompts and stuff. You had to kind of guess like the other person's, uh, object place or thing or whatever and then the prompts were completely ridiculous and you can't even really describe it so i don't know how anyone can even solve that without actually like saying out loud like what it is but <laughs> that didn't seem to be the best uh design there design choice two get two that's that's the best starting are one. you like two i like three I like and four it. i like two yeah so i don't I don't know if we'll look into other ones of those, but it was just something just to try out and see what it's like after hearing your guys' like a rave reviews and playing with a lot of people. And I think we kind of thought it probably fit better if there was like a bigger group of friends that yeah. you could play Absolutely. regularly with. And yeah. I don't know when those eight people. Yeah. yeah. I don't know yeah. if we'll have too many of those situations, but I don't know. We'll figure it out from there. And then finally, I've, was uh, loaded up uh, Life is Strange, uh, number one, from that Arcadia Bay collection. So I was really talking up uh, True Colors to her. She really likes adventure games and stuff. And then, but I was kind of saying that this has the adventure and then also a well-endowed story. So then I was thought instead of just replaying True Colors, I could actually just do Two Birds at One Stone. And just, I know like Life is Strange is basically the very similar style. Obviously, it has a few different. So you started with one or before the storm? I think it's one. I don't know. What I just popped in the cartridge and select episode one. Well, so do I'm you like play a, as Max or as Chloe? Max. 
Okay, so that's one. Yeah, that's yeah, fine. Um, I started. I did one first, but I didn't because I. Yeah, I I, I wish I'd done before the storm, yeah. but it's fine. You can do it either way. Does, yeah. Before the storm, come on the disc too, or yeah, yeah. It's part of the Arcadia Bay collection. It's a yeah. it's a prequel, but it's kind of it's kind of like Star Wars. You can totally watch the original ones before you go back. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay, makes sense. Yeah, and that was kind of cool figuring out that and kind of got thrown in with a time travel mechanic and that's kind of makes things a little bit more interesting because mm-hmm. you can get you can see all the potential answers like before actually moving on and then deciding like which mm-hmm. decision you're actually going to be locking in for the playthrough so i don't know how much i like that at this point but it certainly seems pretty interesting that you can at least uh rewind and kind of see some different responses if you were to pick different answers so yeah yeah it, it lengthens the game for sure too because there's a lot of times where it's like nope let's rewind again oh no let's rewind again <laughs> <laughs> just remember every decision has consequences just like in real life yeah that's what i've noticed like i was waiting for like an answer does not have a consequence and i was like well what if i don't want to have consequences so. <laughs> yeah yeah It'll, so it'll, it'll have a lot more impact than than True Colors did. Oh yeah, yeah, oh yeah. One is way more impact. Yeah, so it's, it's even kind of being difficult. Like, which consequence do I want to deal with? Is the trickier yeah. part. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. But, it's it's always it's it's not what's the best choice. It's what's the consequence I want to get out of this. What, what's the lesser of evils? Yeah. <laughs> well, yeah, because like even like the very first like area like when you like leave the school and you're talking to the principal i wasn't even sure like which one i wanted to end on i saw both options and had selected both but then even after watching both i was like not even sure which one i want to go through with yep. and that's where i discovered like on my third time through if you just try to leave without even talking to him to pick he still stops you and makes you pick so um that part was kind of interesting to go through with seeing even that third potential option of just trying to avoid him completely. But yeah. 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 Cool. But yeah, it was definitely fun seeing that. And then finally the last typical ones of uh Faye and uh, um, Roblox stuff with my daughter bell too. So cool. That wraps up for the last two weeks. Nice. Let's go to the chat room. And it looks like Jakester says he's been playing a lot of fire Emblem warriors, three houses, on second playthrough, Digimon Survive, also a second playthrough, Minecraft Dungeons, DLC, and Earthbound Beginnings. Oh, cool. Well, I have been playing Life is Strange 2, uh, working through that, and very uh, surprise, surprise, I froze another, or I broke another game. Oh my God. Uh-oh. Yeah. I am not doing well with this whole thing. Uh, yeah, so I was like playing through and everything. I'm in a hotel room where um um with a certain person that picks me up from a church and um yeah i know exactly what i need to do the option is not popping up it it like froze up when i picked up the tablet something happened and now i can't pick up the the note that i need to off the bed so i shut it down i need i possibly i'll i'll be able to you know it, it'll work next time I go back into it, hopefully, because oh. um, I can't progress until I yeah. pick up that note and get the phone number and everything. Um, but uh, but yeah, I broke it again. <laughs> so what what, uh, what did you think of of who picks you up? 
And <laughs> like, well, for a second, I had to think of like, who is this? Because <laughs> like you hear the name and I'm like, have I met this person before? <laughs> and I was like, and so I had to like think about it. I was like, I think it's this person. And then because I also I had I had had several uh, so much time between yeah. each chapter. And so I was forgetting names. As well, that's the reason why I wasn't able to put those things together. But, uh, but then once you did, yeah, it, it really didn't surprise me. I was like, at some point, this, this person has to come into the story um, for sure. And it didn't really surprise me. I think the timing kind of did. And was like, well, that's interesting. Like, why now of all times? Like, how does this all work? But I figure it has something to do with with a lot of the context that I just haven't gotten to yet. Um but uh, it's really hard to talk about this game and keep it that ambiguous. I know, I know. It's... <laughs> but uh, yeah, it's it's fun. Um, other than you know me breaking the game, and uh, Jakester says I'm not allowed to play Life is Strange anymore because I keep breaking games. I at this rate, I've broke two indie games, and now Life is Strange. So we'll see. Um, and uh, I also i I will say this with a very loose term played oddballers i booted it up and i tried to find a game but it didn't work and so i ended up staring at the screen for a while and then what i what i did experience of the game was the really really bad menu experience um you try to back out of a game that you're searching for it sends you into this completely different lobby screen thing where you're it's like a top down and you're able to like pull plants out of pots and then throw them around. I had no idea what I was doing. I kept hitting the B button and I couldn't go anywhere. You know how to get back? Apparently hit the plus button. I just started hitting buttons and finally something worked. Um, but then I had to completely back out of searching at that point. But it was weird because I hit the B button initially and it said, do you want to back out of the search? I said, yeah. And then it took me the other the screen and I still wasn't backed out of the search for the lobby so it was weird um so that was my experience with oddballers <laughs> i really feel that they wanted this to be the next fall guys and they passed out codes to so many people to try to get people playing and talking about it and i think that first week it was doing okay but now no one's playing it in which case you can't play it yourself <laughs> yeah 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 so we'll have to check it out together as a group i think you can create a i, I noticed you can create a a like a private lobby and create like you have out a code or something like that. So maybe we'll just have to play it together and do it that way instead. Cause I'm not going to be able to find anybody random and it's cross platform at this point too. So there should be more people playing, <laughs> but no, That's, and I don't like the quality of the game. <laughs> and I don't like how I can't like in let's, let's say rocket league, for instance, I can search for a, uh, a 1v1 game, a 2v2 game, a 3v3 game, all at the same time, and whatever pops up first, I can go for it. You can't do that in Oddballers. You have to pick one or the other, a four-player game or a six-player game. I can't just search for whatever game comes up. So that's, yeah, that that was annoying too. Um, but I also played uh, with the, the Game Boy app on uh, Nintendo Switch Online, played some Tetris, and I played some Super Mario Land 2, which was awesome and nostalgia was fantastic and it was great and i didn't have a problem with the controls um at least playing handheld i was e wow. easily able to just slide my thumb up to the x and a buttons and i was fine it didn't really jar with me at all but that was on the game boy not the game boy advance 
And uh, the thing that I don't like, though, right in the middle of, well, first I had to remember that the old version of Tetris, you can't hit the up button to immediately slam the, the, the Tetraminos down. But after I remembered that, I was right in the middle of a great run and a little bar at the bottom of the screen comes up and says, hey, if you want to pause your game or suspend your game or load a save point, hit the L and R buttons. And it doesn't go away for like 30 seconds unless you actually do it. I was like, I am building Tetris blocks down here. Get out of my way. So I couldn't even see what I was building on. It was really annoying. And then it did the same thing in the middle of Super Mario Land 2. I'm like, I've seen this already. You don't have to tell me this in every game. Um, I also didn't like, like it It took a second for me to realize as I wanted to try the different uh, colors and everything. You have to do that within the main option screen of the whole app rather than within each game, which I thought was interesting. And then um, I did like how you can access all the Japanese games um, as well and European ones as well. So if there's any differences that you can turn that on in the settings and be able to access that too. I didn't play around with them, but, uh, but it was cool, kind of cool. So as soon as I click that button in the options, all of a sudden I had like almost twice as many um, game options there because it gave me the either Japanese version or the European version as well. Was there any differences in the European? Because Japanese, obviously, we can't understand it, but European would. Yeah, I'm not sure. Like the the boxes look slightly different, but I didn't. This was honestly like I was I was just poking around like 20 minutes before we went live, so I didn't really get a chance to actually look around that much. Um, I got sucked into you know playing <laughs> Tetris and Super Mario Land too that I forgot to actually poke around the the uh, the app until yeah, like I said 20 minutes or less before we went live. <laughs> but uh Jakester says couldn't put down Tetris. Yeah, it's it's so addictive every time I play a Tetris game. Um also played some Rocket League and some Clash Royale um as well, but uh yeah. Not nothing too exciting with all of that. Um, but yeah, let us know if you haven't yet what you've been playing in the chat. You can also tell us in the comments after the fact here on YouTube. I would love to let you uh, to also know what you guys are playing as well. But uh, today we have one major news story that we're going to be talking about, and that's the Pokemon Presents that happened earlier today on February 27th at uh, 6 a.m. Pacific time. I was sleeping, um, but uh <laughs> Yeah, because that's not. 7 a.m. where I am. Um, actually, I, I was probably just about to wake up this morning, but uh, I did not watch it live. I watched it later after the fact, but you guys are, you know, that's that's later for you guys. So, um, But uh, the reason they decided to drop it today, I didn't realize that, is today is Pokemon Day. So happy Pokemon Day, everybody. This is the original date when red and green dropped in Japan, and so Pokemon officially became a thing on on uh, February 27th. And so we got a whole presentation that we're going di to dig into and uh, yeah, dive into in just a second. But just a general overview of uh, you know what we saw and everything. What did you guys think of the presentation itself, Barry? I mean, it was exactly what they presented it to be. It was news and updates all around Pokemon uh, went longer than I expected, but there was, there was definitely at least one thing, if not two things that I would have loved to have seen that weren't there, but there were also some things that I didn't expect to see. So, I mean, 
It, it, was it a Nintendo Direct? No. But, you know, it was exactly what it was supposed to be. <laughs> yeah. Greg, what'd you think? Uh, pretty embarrassed that I actually didn't watch it because I didn't even realize that that had happened today. I hadn't even logged into Discord at all today, so I didn't see any notifications from it. So as soon as I saw it on the timeline, I was trying to read and catch up on it. Hmm. So you slept through it, and it's, it's okay. I, I, I watched Greg's it Greg's still new to the whole Pokemon <laughs> thing, though, so <laughs> this, is, this is still it's still new for him. But uh, Yeah, but I do get it, though. I mean, they did this like last year. I think that's where they announced uh, Scarlet and um, Violet and stuff, and previous year, I think, is they had all the other stuff for like a diamond and pearl and stuff. So legends RCS as well. Yeah. Yeah. And that yeah. one as well. Yep. I yeah. forgot that it's actually Pokemon day, but yeah, it makes sense that they would still continue that moving forward. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, Jakester said he was also asleep and has mixed emotions about this. There was something, some things that he did want to see compared to past events. And uh, that does, there was something about I can't read tonight. <laughs> this is going to be interesting <laughs> going over these details. I felt mixed about this. There was something that I did want to see compared to last presents, and that does feel good. Okay, cool. I feel like I probably misread that or something, <laughs> and it's not as impacting me as much as I <laughs> I think it was intended to. So we're going to go on and. Um, Probably Jakester will correct anything that I misread in the <laughs> chat. So please do, because I want to represent what you said, Will. Uh, but let's jump into the presentation itself. As for me, as we're getting there, I, I yeah, I think some of it was really good. Some of it was just, it was okay, I think, overall. Um, I didn't come away thinking, oh my gosh, I can't believe what was shown off. But uh, but it was all it was all okay. So... What we did see is uh, we're just going to go through the, the uh, press release that uh, Pokemon uh, put, posted on their their website. And so this is not necessarily an order of what they actually showed off uh, during the presentation. This is in their order from their press release. So we're going to jump into Pokemon Scarlet and Violet uh, at the very beginning. And we will be getting um, a new pair of Paradox Pokemon that are going to be appearing in Terra Raid Battles and also encounter Water and Dragon-type Pokemon walking walking Wake uh, while those Pokemon, while those playing Violet will get uh, new Grass and Psychic Pokemon Iron Leaves. And you can catch these Pokemon in Terra Raid Battles right now. And then also Pokemon uh, Scarlet and Violet will also... Uh, connect with Pokemon Go, allowing you to send postcards from the mobile game to the Switch titles. And these postcards, the location data will affect the pattern of Vivillion, Vivillon, something like that, uh, that appear oh, in Scarlet and Violet. And these these postcards also open up opportunities to uh, to catch roaming form uh, Gimming, Gimming Howl, something like that. Gimming Ghoul. Gimming Ghoul. That makes ghoul. a lot more sense. Giving ghoul, <laughs> giving ghoul, and uh, yeah, and uh, Pokemon Go. While uh, Pokemon Home also, uh, support for uh, Scarlet and Violet is going to be added or was added earlier this year, you're going to be able to oh. bring. Yes. Oh. Yes. When it's added. Yes. 
earlier this year, you're going to be able to add uh, or bring roaming form gimming ghoul uh, that you've caught into Go and your Paldean adventure. They uh, they miswrote that. It's not out yet. They meant I didn't say think later so either. Actually, yeah, I thought, <laughs> it's I thought not it was out yet. this year, and which is probably why I had messed up when, as I was reading that. Um, it's, it's like, <laughs> that this doesn't sound writing. right, but that's what it says. But that doesn't yeah. sound right. Uh, so, right. yeah, so we have lots of different uh, additions to Scarlet and Violet. I have not played Scarlet or Violet. Um, in the end, I did decide after uh, the different comments from different people and reviews and stuff like that, I did decide to, uh, to hang back on this one. Um, but... What do you guys think about these additions? Is this a, is this a good move forward for uh, for Scarlet and Violet just with these this stuff? We're going to get into the, the DLC that they announced in just a second. So, Barry, what do you think? Uh, yeah, I think it's great that they're adding new Pokemon. Kind of kind of would be nice if it wasn't just through raids, if they did like different events. Um, but I'm happy to see that it's just new content. And, uh, you know, the, the whole connection with Pokemon Go... That doesn't surprise me either. Uh, and I'm happy they're eventually adding home support. They usually wait so that you can't just instantly get overleveled like with your most powerful Pokemon. You gotta wait and and, and deal with what what's in the game first. And uh, getting to catch Gimme Ghoul walking around for him is was cool for the Pokedex uh, sake. You can't actually catch them in Scarlet Violet, but it's it's new content, so. You know, at least it's new content. Not, yeah. it's not enough to get people to jump to the game right now. I think if if you're on the fence, I don't think this is going to push you over the edge. But if you're currently playing it, I think it's something to help keep you playing it. Gotcha, Greg. What you think? Yeah, I also haven't fired up the game yet. I do have it though, but I know the main thing is like the performance issues is kind of scaring me back from don't. diving into it. But um, I this update seems like it's very minor and not super important or whatever but it's still great to see it there they are adding content though so obviously there are plenty of people that are playing and that's awesome news that it's exciting for them to be able to do some new raid battles and i don't do pokemon go in quite a while so it's obviously always appreciated to have those linked features i mean got buried to play fire emblem heroes for a day just for when they did that uh linking that to the new game there too so Nice. Nice. Yeah. Jakester says that part of him wants to wait on getting Violet uh, when both DLCs are out and see if the game is any better in a better state by then. Uh, I think a lot of people probably will be holding off as well. Honestly, the performance issues are not that bad. They really aren't. They're not game breaking. They're just kind of funny. But, you know, it was, it was my second favorite Nintendo game of last year, despite the performance issues. Don't be scared. Give it a try. It's a great game. It's a lot of fun. It just has its own little issues. Yeah, makes sense. Well, speaking of that DLC, uh, there are going to be a two. There's going to be a two-part DLC that's going to be coming out later this year, um, and uh, at least part one will be in the fall of 2023. I don't think we know when. Or actually, it's winter, winter. as well. So fall and winter. So you won't have to wait too long for the second one. But uh, yeah, it's going to be called The Hidden Treasure of Area Zero. And uh, the part one is going to be called The Teal Mask and has, a, has you visiting uh, Kitakam Kitakami <coughs> uh, on a school trip. And uh, the second part is The Indigo Disc. And you're going to be become an exchange student at Blueberry Academy 
And like I said, that one's coming out in winter. Part one's going to be coming out in the fall of this year. And you're going to be uh, encountering some familiar Pokemon that you hadn't seen in Paldea, as well as a newly discovered legendary Pokemon, Ogrepon and Terrapagos. Um, and uh, you can get both of those DLCs. I believe that's available to uh, do an early purchase today. And you're, if you do do that, you're going to be able to get a code that allows you to claim a special uh, Pokemon that I can't pronounce uh, <laughs> at all <laughs> um, in in the game. That's Hyseuian uh, Zoroark. Uh, in your game so if you do that that pre-purchase know they're going to be able to get that uh that extra uh pokemon as well so barry what'd you think of this dlc announcement i thought this was great i expected it after sword and shield did their two waves i expected uh scout and violet to get the exact same treatment uh i think it's you know awesome to have new pokemon added to uh change it up new areas to explore new legendaries and uh, definitely excited to see, you know, where the story goes. I didn't pick it up yet. Uh, I think whether I do this DLC depends on what else is happening. 2023 is already a stacked year. Uh, and who knows what winter and fall is going to hold. So uh, I might, I might not. But I, while you were doing that, I was thinking of a great podcast thing we should do. I think we should have a podcast where all we do is Steve reads all 1,000 plus Pokemon names in the Pokedex. Be and, awful. And that would, that would be the whole awful. show. <laughs> awful. I'll read the original 151. No, but no, you got to read them all. It got, it's gotten way too crazy after <laughs> that. Including all the, all the different you know, regional variants as well. Oh, like, gosh. <laughs> no, no. It's a podcast that maybe you would listen to, and that's about it. Everybody else would turn it off after the first 151's over. Well, it sounds like Jakester wants to be on that with you, Barry. So, no, no, Steve's got to be there, you know? Yeah. yeah I'm just going to turn off my camera and let Jakester run with it since he wants to be on. Uh, Greg, what did you think of this DLC? I mean, like Barry, I was pretty much expecting it because, I mean, I saw Sword and Shield had the DLC and I actually didn't end up buying that DLC. So it is great for the people that do like the additional content. But I think, as I said in the previous podcast regarding DLC, it has to be like something like really huge that would really make me want to really dive more into it. Like I haven't even gotten like the Fire Emblem Engage um, DLC yet. So it's not like I'm trying to play favorites or anything like that. It's just has to be something more like super huge groundbreaking and want, I really want to stay invested in the game. So if I do absolutely love Violet when I started up, then yeah, it certainly has potential to be purchased, but just usually there's the news that it's there is not just be like, Oh, I'm going to go buy it right now. Kind of thing. Yeah. 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 I think uh, we'll see. I, I wonder if this is going to be one of those that Nintendo may include eventually in the, uh, the extra stuff. For uh, the expansion pass, I I don't know. It could be stretching not, it. Not not but, right now. Not when they open yeah. pre-orders and people are given the money. Because if they no. do that later in the year when it comes out, people would be pissed. So not yeah, not not, not right away, but uh, but eventually. I wonder if they if they do start rolling in old ones. That could be kind of you know fun for. If Sword for and Shield appeared, then maybe. But Sword and Shield DLC still hasn't appeared. Yeah. 
Yep. Uh, Jakester says he likes the uh, this DLC seems more impressive than the Sword and Shield DLC. Um, so well, let's move on. And uh, we got information on a game that uh, I, at least I had forgotten about um, that was a thing, and that's Pokemon Sleep. So we finally are going to be getting Pokemon Sleep later this year, and it's coming to iOS and Android. And in this game, you're going to be working together with Professor Niroli and Snorlax to research the way Pokemon sleep. And to do so, all you need to do is get a good night's sleep. And so you'll put this, if you run it on your app, uh, on your phone, you'll just basically put your phone next to your bed when you sleep. And the game kind of plays for itself while you do that based on your sleep. It will, uh, Pokemon that also have a similar sleep pattern as you will uh, be able to also get the points for sleeping well, I guess, as well. And uh, they also announced a, a new accessory that you can use in the game. So instead of if you want to put this accessory by your bed, you can do that instead of your smartphone. And that's the Pokemon Go Plus Plus because <laughs> Nintendo's amazing that naming. naming convention has rubbed off on the Pokemon company. They have gotten way too close over the years. And now we have the Pokemon Go Plus Plus accessory. And uh, yeah, so essentially it's a uh, looks like a little disc of a of a Pokeball and it has a button and similar to the Pokemon Go Plus accessory. But now you has the ability to um, operate within Pokemon Sleep. And eventually it's also going to be able to be used in Pokemon Go as well to catch Pokemon, throw all the different types of Pokeballs and uh, possibly more. And you can also set new alarm sounds. Um, there's a Pikachu that's hidden inside, apparently, that also will sing you to sleep, which um, sounds cute and also incredibly annoying. Uh, but uh, you can get Pokemon Sleep this summer, and the Pokemon Go Plus Plus is scheduled to release on July 14th, 2023. So, Barry, what'd you think about Pokemon Sleep and Pokemon Go Plus Plus? I mean... I think it's an interesting concept. Uh, I'm glad it's finally, you know, talked about again. Uh, I don't know if I will actually do anything with it because I already analyzed my own sleep patterns. I have a Fitbit, so I'll, you know, that that's already keeping track of my sleep patterns. Um, but I think it's interesting. What I found funny was the trailer they used because they had people sleeping in like queen size beds by themselves, and they put the Pokemon Go Plus Plus on the other side of the bed like it was their partner like i felt like they were gonna spoon with this device like i'm like this is just tonal like can you imagine like telling your wife or your husband like you need to sleep on the couch because this device is taking your spot in the bed like it's just <laughs> so weird what a weird way to show it off yeah. and i've already seen people go like oh this is just another way the government's gonna get your sleep patterns and know about targeting <laughs> you with ads and i'm like oh my god the conspiracy <laughs> nuts are already going crazy with pokemon sleep but uh yeah i mean it's it's interesting i don't think it's taking any resources away from any uh games I think it's uh, I think it's probably a different team entirely that's working on this. Yeah, yeah. I'm I'm surprised they just didn't put a Snorlax in the bed with them instead. <laughs> yeah, they could could have. Sure. That would have been a bit hog. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I think my biggest question was like, what really is like, what do they get out of this? Like, and not to be conspiracy theory kind of thing, but I was like, 
this isn't, I guess, I mean, it, it promotes good sleep, but That's I don't it. know. I guess it, it just it's seems like the so Pokemon toothbrush app that you can yeah, get so. for like little kids. Yeah. It's to pretty much get, you know, getting kids to go to sleep. And I'll, I'll be honest with you. I'll probably get it for, for our kid uh, when he's gets older um, simply because it's one of those things where it's like, you know, please go to sleep. Please, for the love of God, go, look, you want to catch Pokemon, go to sleep. Oh, I got to catch Pokemon. That's what it is. That's what the real, the real goal is go. to help parents get their kids to sleep. Yeah. I think when, once you connect it with Pokemon go and everything, now we're, now we're talking a part of the ecosystem, I guess it could be a really interesting, but, but, uh, Greg, what'd you think about Pokemon sleep and Pokemon go plus plus? Yeah, I definitely agree on that. Uh, naming convention. They just missed the word, uh, new and, and that, uh, <laughs> title <Right>. there, <laughs> but yeah, that's another story, another topic for another day, but yeah, it's there. It does sound kind of intriguing how you can just do like different Pokemon like while you sleep. I mean, I already was diagnosed with like sleep apnea, so I have like a machine already. So I have no idea if that would interfere with this or also track the same data that's already getting tracked or whatever. But I mean, it might be something I try to just kind of look into. I mean, I think it would be kind of cool to just listen to Pikachu or something. And if they had other stuff like Eevee, then my daughter would be all over that. So <laughs> she would absolutely want to just listen to the sounds of Evie as she goes to sleep. <laughs> yeah. I wonder if you can change it to different, like eventually that would be smart. It would make sense if you can add different ones to it, but yeah, all it said was it comes with Pikachu. It comes with Pikachu. Yeah. The yeah. thing that gets me about the naming though, is that they, they have plus plus, but they use one fulling out spelled and the other one, an actual plus symbol. Like if it was like C plus plus, or it was two actual pluses next to each other, I would be fine with it because that's fine. But, <laughs> but the fact that it's plus written out and then a plus sign, it's just kind of like, why that hurts. <laughs> yeah. Let's go to the real quick in the chat. Uh, Blake is here. Hey, Blake. It's Blake, uh, if you guys have been new or if you're new, you probably don't remember Blake. Blake was on our team for a long time and he's been around for a while, but he's in the chat room. So Blake, thanks for joining us. Hope you're doing well. And uh, says he's also got some more time to game here recently, which is awesome. Uh, let's keep moving on. And we do find out a little bit more about Pokemon Go. Really that the Pokemon Go Plus Plus accessory will be able to be used um, and automatically spin Pokestops, throw Pokeballs at Pokemon without having you pull out your your uh, Pokemon Go uh, on your smartphone. And then you're getting access to special research leading to an encounter with Snorlax wearing a nightcap. That's exciting. Uh, and then... <laughs> And then there's going to be other additions uh, that we're we'll using the Pokemon Go Plus Plus accessory over time. And then we found out that there's going to be a partnership with Netflix kicking off a brand new series called Pokemon Concierge that is going to be uh, dropping at some point in the future. And this is an animated title that is in partnership with, uh, I think, two different uh two different um, uh, studios um, that are coming together and I'm blanking on what they're called right now because they're not listed in the, uh, the, the press release, which is really unfortunate. Um, but, uh, but yeah, they're going to be using stop motion 
uh, is in its animation. So it's not going to be live action or, or traditional animation. This is going to be stop motion animation. And it tells a brand new story from within the world of Pokemon, where, the, where you're at the Pokemon Resort. And the series follows a character called Haru. And the resorts, this is the resorts concierge. And uh, many Pokemon visit as guests. And that's, like I said, is going to be on Netflix. And we're going to find out uh, more about it in the future. And at some point, it will release in the future. All it says is coming soon right now. So, Barry, excited about Pokemon Concierge? Actually, I am. Uh, I love Stop Go Motion. I love Claymation. And uh, I've always been a fan of the shows. So, this is something that looks cute. And it looks like something like I'll definitely give a shot to, you know, my wife and I will probably watch an episode or two. And if you like it, we'll continue. And if not, then that's it. But I'm always a fan of of new shows and new ideas. And, you know, the Pokemon world is so vast. You know, know, there's there's stories to tell in every corner and you have to figure there's going to be Pokemon hotels. So, uh, I mean, why not? I mean, we had a. Well, there's a hotel for dogs. It was a movie we had, to, do, you know, back in the day. So why not a Pokemon one? So I say bring it on. Good point. Good point. Greg, what do you think? It's definitely very interesting. Like I was kind of watching like my daughter and going through the other series with like Ash and stuff. And that was pretty cool to kind of see. Like they'd even like went through like uh, Sword and Shield towards like the final season or whatever of that. And that was pretty cool to like kind of like sit there and like watch that entire series through with her. So I will be definitely letting her know that they're doing a new one and that might be kind of interesting to see how this one pans out. So it should be provide some extra entertainment. That's not uh, directly just playing games. Yeah. Yeah. It definitely looks cute for sure. And uh, yeah, if I have net once I, you know, subscribe to Netflix again, which will probably be when the next season of stranger things comes out, um, then I'll, Maybe check it out at the same time. Uh, let's go to the chat real quick. And uh, Blake's saying hi. Logan says his wife and him play Pokemon Go, and we have kids, but no interest in the sleep thing. Uh, Noob Plays is joining us and saying hi. It's been a while since he's uh, been on and uh, wants to know what he's missed so far. Basically, we you've missed uh, the Pokemon Presents uh, presentation, but we're still going through it, so we've got a little bit left to. And uh, Jakester says, don't really have much of an opinion on the show. Likes the stop motion Tim Burton movies, though, and don't know how he feels about it. Pokemon getting into it, though. I think it'd be good. I think uh, it should be good, but we'll find out more in the future. The little bit of teaser that they showed off showed off so little of what the show is going to be about. I was like over before I knew it. And I was like, oh, I don't know anything more than what I knew before. But uh, but it definitely it looks cute for sure. Let's move into the Pokemon trading game. We're going to be getting a Pokemon trading card game classic version. And this is going to, uh, we saw a very sneak preview. Speaking of sneak previews, we've got a sneak preview of this one. This is a premium Pokemon trading card game set that's created in a joint uh, joint production from the design firm Nindo Creatures and the Pokemon Company. And it's an amazing, gorgeous set that is set to release in late 2023. And says it's meant to last a lifetime. But if you're really into the Pokemon trading card game, this could be definitely something you'd be interested in. Not my thing. I don't even play the the regular trading card game, so I'm not going to be dropping a ton of money on this thing. But it does look pretty awesome. Barry, are you going to be getting it? I mean, I 
I used to play way back when this set came out, the original set, but I was more of a Magic the Gathering player, and I never took the Pokemon. Although, I do have to wonder, when they meant last lifetime, they mean in your home or on the store shelves? Because I can see this being sold out within maybe half of a millisecond and being yeah. sold for 10 times the price to scalpers or by scalpers. And everyone wanting it in, in classic Nintendo fashion, they're going to not print enough. And then people are going to complain. And even though they're going to charge $1,000, probably something for this set, um, it's going to be one of those things that's going to instantly sell out. and get. Ins- I could just see more headaches with this than anything else. The smart thing for them to do is to create an open pre-order and then print as many as needed and a little extra. But if they're stupid, they will print it in advance. They'll print about 500 units and put it out, one to every store in, in just in like the East Coast, and, and they'll be gone. And then people on the West Coast will complain, and people on the East Coast will complain, and they'll go, what you going to do? <laughs> That's my uh, prediction. Nice. Uh, New Play says, uh, not a, never been a, a fan of the uh, the playing card game. Never been a card collector or anything, but very interested in the uh, the set as well. And wants to know what the play, the price will be of this classic set. Um, yeah, yes. I also think it's going to be really, really expensive uh, for sure. Greg, were you ever into any of the uh, the trading card game at all? I knew you were. You just kind of jumped into the the video game version of Pokemon lately, but uh, ever into the card the card game? Not really. More to like actually play the card game. Like my daughter. And has enjoyed getting some of the cards, but it's just more of just like a, okay, I like this Pokemon kind of thing. So like she was at like a camp over like last summer and then she like brought like a few of her like duplicate ones that she, or at least that she felt like weren't really probably worth too much and then traded them for ones that she wanted. Like I think she was able to get like an Eevee and some of like Eevee's evolution ones for mm. some of the ones that she was trading. So, I mean, she was just more just playing it just as like a, thinking of it more in line of as like an amiibo that doesn't scan kind of thing. So um, not really knowing the rules and how to play or making decks or doing anything like that. But mm-hmm. um, I'm just curious, did they say anything like if this is like a reprint of like some of the classic cards? Because as we're talking it's, about yeah, a classic, classic card. Yeah. So the, okay, so it, these are like the ones that are worth a ton of money. They're just re- making a, a fresh print. Correct. It's the original set that first came out, and it looks like there's three decks in it, like default, like a you know one for each of the three starters. But there's going to be markings on them to prove that these are reprints. You're not going to be like, oh, I'm going to get well, yeah, this and I, get all those expensive cards. <laughs> well, I'm sure. I'm sure they also have like all the copyright dates will be like 2023 and not whatever 1990, whatever it was X. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that that because that's that'd be good too because that way it doesn't mess up the whole <laughs> value system of the old cards and everything. People would be upset about that too, for sure. Yeah, then if that's the case, then it probably will be a good, uh, pretty penny for some of these sets and stuff. And that, as Barry said, the scalpers are just going to eat that up, and people are going <laughs> to have to pay the price because. They don't know how to do a good pre-order system and to make sure that the people that actually want them are getting them instead of the people that uh, <laughs> want them just to resell them and make money on them. Yeah. Yeah. I think the, if, 
I don't know. I'm guessing that the case that it comes in is is also real. That wasn't just something they they showed off in the little trailer. And I mean, it, this looks very very premium for sure. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's um, not my thing, but it's cool that they're they're doing it for sure. Um, Jakester says not doesn't play the the trading card game. Not his kind of card game. More of a magic player, so he doesn't really care about this. Let's move on. And we got information about Pokemon Masters EX. And they celebrated three and a half years of Pokemon Masters EX. The variety of bonuses and new Master Sync pairs. All of the five-star champions uh, are coming back. They're going to be available until February 26, 2023 at 10 p.m. Pacific time. Or sorry, they will be available from February 26th, 2023, 10 p.m. Pacific time until April 2nd. Uh, at 10.59 p.m. Uh, Pacific Daylight Time. And trainers will also receive a five-star champion select scout ticket at no cost when they log in between February 26th and March 26th. Um, and uh, you can use that ticket to pick a champion to team up with. You'll be choose between Cynthia, Lance, Alder, Iris, Diantha, or Steven. Um, and I think you should pick Steven because... Uh, he sounds pretty cool. I mean, with a name <laughs> like that. Uh, you can also, uh, continuing the festivities, you're going to receive a pair of, a 10 pair scout tickets as a login bonus until March 17th at 10.59 p.m. Pacific Daylight Time. And you can get a 10, 10 pair scout tickets, which means you can scout up to 100 sync pairs at no cost if you log And also, if you log in between March 27th, uh, before March 27th, you'll get 3000 gems and starting now you can continue and continuing for the next few weeks you're going to be able to team up with the newest neo champions you look for hop uh, zapdos bead and articuno and marnie and moltres and their respective master fair scouts and finally leon and charizard will return as max with their max moves unlocked so barry a big fan of uh, pokemon masters ex I'm more confused by you talking about how you would read the first 151 and then you just screwed up three of the names from the 151. <laughs> hey. <laughs> Confidence. Confidence. That's the difference between the first 151 and the rest of them. Confidence. And you still screwed it up. <laughs> But it's, uh, it's okay. It's confidence. <laughs> um, so, no, I, I played Masters X when it first came out. It was just Pokemon Masters, I think, at the time. And uh, I was, like, really trying to get into it. Like, really. And I just I, I just couldn't. I tried. Really tried. I just I was not having fun. And I realized I was forcing myself to try to get through uh, to collect more masters, and I was like, "Why am I putting myself through this?" So I stopped, and I haven't looked back. I'm glad the game's going. I'm glad it's still going. I'm glad there's people out there that are enjoying it. And if you enjoy it and you play it, I'm so happy for you with this content. Um, that's awesome. Uh, it's not for me, but that's okay. It's for you. Nice, Greg. How about you? Yeah, I haven't dove into this side of the Pokemon stuff, so I don't think I'll be joining that part anytime soon it just sounds like it's the standard mobile game and having to do all the great like pissing away money for <laughs> trying to get the things that you really want and then of course that you get like the bad uh whatever at like assets and flaws and all that other stuff that's very fun gambling about so 
don't think that'll be my cup of tea to jump into. Yep. Yep. Same here. I never got into Pokemon masters. Um, but yeah, this is, this is great for people that are, it's a lot of content and a lot of events and bonuses that you can dig into very, very soon. Let's move on to another game that uh, is continuing to grow, Pokemon Unite. And they're entering their second year of Pokemon Unite. And you're going to get Zacian is uh, joining the fray. And uh, you're going to get a, his Unite move, the Sovereign Sword, and the ability to charge the sword with uh, Aos Energy and unleash a more powerful attack. And you can complete missions in um, Zacian's Wield event uh, to receive rewards and obtain Zacian's Unite license. There's also a Bosch Rush event that's happening right now. And uh, there, you, there's a discoverable, uh, you can discover a gift code for a special Pokemon Unite in-game item. Um, and look forward to the Pokemon Unite Asia Championships League. That's going to be an invite-only league that will determine who is going to be going to the Asia region champion, or as the game's Asia region, cha- region champions. And um, the ones that do win are going to be heading off to Malaysia's uh, Kuala Lump- Lumpur on March 18th to 19th. So Pokemon Unite. Barry, is this a game you're still playing a lot? You yep. Are you excited about uh, this, this new edition and the boss rush mode and all that. Yeah. Uh, I'm, I'm happy that they're giving away another Pokemon. I always like when they give away licenses, uh, I don't mind doing like the events for it. I think it, it breaks up because usually I, I just play a game or two a day and this is like, Oh, this gets me to play a little bit more as I go through the event. Uh, and, and boss rush is something they've had before. They just brought it back with new things. And I like boss rush because it changes up the gameplay instead of five V five, it's five V one. And it's, uh, it's, it's, it changes the mechanics because now, you know, you're all working together all together versus one giant boss. It, it feels more like an MMO, uh, raid, which is really cool. And you fight a couple of bosses and depending on how quickly you take them down, you get more points and, uh, I love that they're still adding things to this game. Every single week they're adding things. The, the new season just started for for uh, the actual ranked uh, season. I think it's season 14. And the next uh, the next uh, battle pass is starting, I think, in a couple days. And they're just constantly updating and constantly adding. And this was cool. Uh, I'm glad that they did. So this was spoiled for me because uh, they, they announced it uh, Sunday night uh, in Pokemon United uh, when it went to reset. But they didn't have all the uh, the proper uh, language up yet, so it showed Zacian, but it was just like upcoming underscore Pokemon Day underscore event, uh, and you know, like like the text was all like the filler placeholder text, and I was like, oh, I guess Zacian's joining Pokemon Unite. Yeah. Uh, thanks. Uh, so it was kind of interesting that they did that a little early, but uh, yeah, I, I do recommend if you're interested, give this a try because it's free. It's a free to play and it's a lot of fun. Yep. Yeah. I think uh, playing with random teammates and everything got annoying to me because some people just stopped playing and all that stuff. So I set it down and I haven't picked it up in a while. But uh, the game, the concept is really fun, but you just got to find good people to play you, with. You, you got to try again because since, since you've probably quit, there's so many new Pokemon that it changes up the game completely. There's new held items that change it up now as well. I got to look into those mm-hmm. and it's just a lot of fun. Cool. Well, Greg, what do you think about Pokemon Unite? Yeah, pretty much like you, Steve, I kind of gave it up when 
people didn't really know how to play the game. So it was just like, oh, we're losing by like five points. I better, I were, no, there's no hope for us. Let's just put my controller down and just stand around and wait until the game's over. So, um, yeah, that kind of ruined it and kind of pushed me away from really enjoying the game. So haven't really looked back because it's just pretty much almost like a mobile game, but just on Switch and trying to get you to like, oh, you got to play every day to get all these rewards and it, trying to do that Animal Crossing uh, <laughs> type gameplay where it's like, oh, you have to be here every day to get everything that you want. You don't. You actually don't need to be there every day. It's just something like I do, but you, you can get a lot without being there. And if you want to say, hey, I want to try a match, you can get on and we could just team up and you know, we'd be the other people. But, you know, we could be on Discord and I could teach you some stuff and how it works. And people now know how to play for the most part. You're still going to get you're still going to get people who don't. But for the majority, you, you're going to find people who will, will at least know how to play to some capacity. And sometimes you can carry a game. I've been with three people or four people that have been absolutely terrible and I've still carried a game to victory. Nice. Nice. They say it's what like it's like a million downloads right now. Oh, right? 100 million, over 100, 100 million? million downloads. Yeah. Wow. That's that's huge. So, do you do you play you exclusively on Switch or do you play on mobile? Um pretty much exclusively on Switch. I've played mobile a few times but only like when I was doing a convention and I was away, I was at I didn't bring my Switch. But I was like, oh, let me log in, at least do my daily thing and try and do a daily match. Um, it, you can play it on mobile just fine. It, 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 to me, it feels a little more comfortable on Switch, but yeah. I had no problems playing it on mobile either. Yeah, I liked it on Switch a lot better. I like the controller interaction a lot more than, than on the screen. Uh, let's look at the chat, and it says, uh, Jakester says, uh, tried it, wasn't kind of his kind of game. Uh, Talking about plays. Pokemon Masters EX. Oh, okay. That's the X, um, so. but the thing is, the boss rush might get him to play Unite again. Haven't touched it since a month after its launch. That's what's the last time that uh, I played it too, and possibly maybe Greg as well. Um, and uh, also says that still wish they would add new maps. That was his that, but that's me being my heroes of Storm Love. That game had a lot of different fun maps in this genre. They yeah, did. Different. They did change maps. the The main map is no longer the same one when you played. Um, oh, okay. The quick maps are still there, but there's also some other specialty quick maps that come uh, come through. Like there's a holiday, like a Christmas mm -hmm. event, there's a Halloween event, and they change the gameplay. And then there's ones also where there's um, it's a full like a full battle where pretty much all your moves instantly reset, and that's just fun because it's mm -hmm. just. Even though the map is the same, it's just, you can just literally just spam your moves. There's one one now where you actually get to turn into more powerful Pokemon. So like you could kill Zapdos, and then you could push a button and turn into Zapdos and start blasting oh. other people as Zapdos. Uh, they've added quite a bit. It's it's a lot of fun. That's cool. Maybe I'll maybe I'll boot it up again soon. Yeah, um, I did play a little bit recently. Like I know my daughter really wanted to get Sylveon because that was like one of that's like one of her favorite EVs, but. Um, it was only like a day or two just trying it out and still seemed like it was very rough. We just trying to attack and then people just are suddenly level 15 and I'm like level five and I just get mowed over. It's not even any fun. Hmm. Um, Jakester also said it, it, it's important to note that if you want that gift code, uh, it is actually posted in our discord. The so. gift code is Pokemon day. Pokemon day. That is the gift. 
Barry, you're supposed to let people go to the Discord to find it. <laughs> <laughs> they said it. They showed it in the Pokemon. They did. They did. Oh, okay. Yeah, I remember seeing that, but I could not remember which game that code was attached to because they talked about so many different events and there things going on, and I was like, which one was Pokemon Day going to? I forget. So that's uh, yeah, Pokemon Unite. Let's move on and talk about Pokemon Cafe Remix. And so uh, if you are into this game, a delicious new Paldia dish has attracted some new customers to Pokemon Cafe Remix and the region's first partner, Pokemon. Uh, some other ones that I cannot pronounce, except for Quaxley, um, have arrived in the game. And uh, You got to try. You got to try. The, oh, the people listening gosh. can't read. Sprigatito? 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 I think I'm, I don't need to hit that as hard. Sprigatito. Uh, Fucoco? <laughs> Fuacoco. Is it Fua or Fucoco? I think it's Fucoco. Just Fucoco? Uh, few Coco, 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 um, and Quaxley. Thanks, thanks, Quaxley, for making it easy on me. And uh, <laughs> by participating in a special event, you can choose one of these three to join your staff. And also, the Pokemon Day celebration, you can log into the game between March 16th, um, or sorry, until March 16th at 10:59 p.m. Pacific Daylight Time to receive Greninja in a great chef outfit and during that time an array of five star chef pokemon from plates past will return to delivery as well and you're going to receive a uh, bonus 11 times express delivery without using the in-game currency so barry are you uh, have you booted up pokemon cafe remix at all no uh I didn't when it was Pokemon Cafe or the remix. It, it kind of reminded me of Shuffle in a sense, like, and I played Shuffle like religiously. I loved Shuffle, and it was just like I had to bring myself away from it. So, I this just it felt like it could be something I could play, but I already have enough on my plate, so I didn't even bother. But again, I'm I'm really happy for those that are playing this. Uh, getting new content's always good, and I'm glad you're not forgotten about. Yeah, Greg, have you booted this one up? No, I, I haven't. I just mostly had stuck with the trying to get more familiar with the mainline games, and that these spin-off ones are a little bit lower of a priority. Yeah, especially yeah. the mobile-based ones, like mm -hmm. so, like this one and the Masters and such. Yeah, yeah. I kind of forgot about this game until they showed it off and the the additions and everything. I was like, oh right, that's a game. <laughs> I forgot about it. Um, but yeah, like like you, Barry, you were into it longer than I was, but Shuffle was definitely a game that I played a lot oh, of. Oh, yeah. Um, and uh, yeah, I played a lot more. Uh, what was it? Was it... You think a Trozy or Battle Trozy? No, I was thinking... The what, Cross? What, yeah, but what what, what platform was, was Shuffle on? It was on... Oh, 3DS. 3DS, right? Okay. And mobile. Yeah, but I played it a ton on 3DS. And oh, then yeah. when it finally came to mobile, I was like, eh... And that kind of ushered me out of it soon after that. Fun but, fact uh, about my 3DS. If I open up my 3DS because I have a screen protector, the very right side of it are little implant, like imprints and slashes <laughs> from all the dragging because you always started on the right side in shuffle. Yep. And by yep. playing it so much, that right side I've, I've marked up and it's only on the screen protector. But I, I look at it now, I just open it up. And I'm like, yep, there's my proof that I played shuffle a lot. Nice. That's awesome. 
Uh, New Plays says he played Cafe Remix for like a month after it launched and then got bored and never touched it again. And this uh, this update didn't interest him at all. Well, the final thing I think we have to talk about is the 2023 Pokemon World Championships, and it's finally going to be coming to Japan, which is pretty exciting since that's where Pokemon all originated. It's going to be held between uh, August 11th to August 13th, 2023 in Yokohama, Japan, and the best Scarlet and Violet Pokemon uh, the trading card game, Pokemon Go, and Pokemon Unite players will all gather here to compete to find the best in the world. So, you guys going? You guys going to Japan to, to watch this game? <laughs> it is also going to be streaming live. So, for those of you that cannot make it all the way to Japan to watch, uh, you can also watch online. But, um, yeah, I've, I've never watched the Pokemon World Championships um, but it is exciting. I love that it's still growing and, and it's gotta be so exciting to come to Japan for the first time. Barry, what do you think? Uh, yeah, I mean, I never actually watched it before either, but it's something I could see myself just like tuning in, you know, just to see some matches. I mean, I, I like watching some Evo matches just because you're seeing the best of the best players and, and you probably learn a lot of strategies just by watching them. And I think it's so cool that they do this because for those that are super into Pokemon, like this is their World Series, you know, and it's it's great to uh, to give them a stage. And, and I'm great for, the, you know, I'm happy for Japan to finally get it, you know, in the home, home country. Yeah, absolutely. Greg, what do you think? I haven't really tuned into like previous years, but I kind of more interested to kind of see like how like the top players are playing and stuff is i did kind of like enjoy watching people like play melee and like smash brothers melee and that's just very incredible to see the the way they play versus like the average player so i i imagine that there's a lot of things where the certain moves that you're teaching and the timing and everything all that like when to use them and everything got to be very like high competitive and high level of play that's gotta be interesting to watch yeah absolutely yeah it's one of my favorite things of watching um professional rocket league as well as like just seeing the the top players play at that kind of caliber at that level um i learn a ton a lot of things that i can't pull off myself um but uh but it's so fun seeing what could be done in the game if i if i had the time and and energy to dedicate to it um and uh and perfect some of those things and things like pokemon don't necessarily need that kind of you know perfection time as much as just you know understanding the game how it works and everything and uh that's really cool so yeah we'll be of course probably reporting on you know all the winners and all that stuff come august but uh make sure you check it out august 11th uh through the 13th of of this year 2023 and like i said it's going to be uh also streaming live as well so any uh, final thoughts about all the pokemon presents information from today barry you got anything um, the only thing I wish we saw was I wish we saw some something with NSO. Uh, we just got Game Boy, Game Boy Advance. Mm -hmm. Like it would be really cool if nothing else to see red, blue, and in yellow go to Game Boy, <clears throat> and it would be even better to see gold, silver, and crystal go to Game Boy Color, uh, as well as some other you know like Pokemon trading card games coming. But there's there's some other Pokemon games that they could mm -hmm. be bringing over Pokemon Pinball and 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 about puzzle puzzle league and stuff like that so i was hoping i was hoping that we would get something at least one of them like some kind of tease yeah. especially <clears throat> with home access um there was this whole 
thing where the when they showed Pokemon Stadium originally the, in the trailer, it said like Pokemon can't be transferred into it, and then they re-uploaded the trailer, and that message was gone. So people have been speculating like, oh, well, if they have them in NSO, maybe you could bring them into Pokemon Stadium and N64 NSO, and that would be really cool. That would be bringing such a cool ecosystem. So I would have loved to have seen that. The other thing I would have liked to have seen is we know this year we were getting the DLC for Scarlet Violet, like just like with Sword and Shield. But we also were getting new Pokemon, like another Let's Go, mm -hmm. like maybe a Let's Go Gold and Silver or, or another remake or, or another spinoff like Legends Arceus or something. Mm -hmm. It would have been cool to see one other Switch Pokemon game. You know, we got Snap, maybe a Snap sequel, maybe a, a Battle Trozy, maybe a new Shuffle on Switch, something. It would have been really cool to see. Um, but again... That's what I would have liked to have seen. I think they delivered exactly what they did. They, they gave us some Pokemon news. Uh, while all of it wasn't the most exciting, that's okay because someone else might get excited by what you're not excited about. Yeah. Yeah. Greg, any final thoughts? Yeah, that's pretty much Barry summed it up really quite perfectly there. I mean, I do know if they do add to NSO, I mean, they would they actually add the Pokemon Home compatibility? Because I think on that 3DS there was that... Um, thing that was before Pokemon Home, bank. that yeah, yeah, bank, and then that kind of went the way of the dodo. But um, yeah, I don't, <laughs> that might make some mad people mad if they transferred them to the bank and then couldn't transfer them to home or whatever. Yeah. And what if then, they actually brought back bank also on Switch, and so you had to transfer from there to bank, then there to home, and then there? Like, no, I think they want to centralize that entire one. process. That you I, had think, to I think I think home is the new one now. <laughs> Oh, I do. I do too. I was just thinking it'd be really funny if they replicated the entire convoluted process that you usually have. You know to what do. they should have done? They, they In order to do it, what you should have to do is you have to get the NSO N64 controller. You've got to get a chisel and chisel out the bottom of it where they blocked yes. it off and get a control the Game Boy controller pack and plug that into the hidden connectors that are underneath that and then plug your original games in there. That's how to do it. <laughs> Definitely. Definitely. <laughs> I'm surprised they just didn't come out with a new Pokemon Bank Plus Plus, you know? That's, well, that's, that's coming That's next, what the home year. is. That's the home <laughs> is new Pokemon Bank. They actually yeah. named it something different, though. Yeah, that is surprising, actually. You mean, you mean uh, po uh, Pokemon Home Plus? <laughs> yeah. That's probably what with they're going to call it. With new funky mode. Yeah. <laughs> Well, let's uh, move on from Pokemon and talk about several different headlines, different things that are coming up or happened or coming up soon that we want to make sure you guys know about. And to kick us off, uh, Greg's got some information about E3. Yeah, so people following the E3 um, news, it was previously confirmed that Microsoft and Sony were already um, skipping out or formally announced that and now um nintendo is now releasing official statements saying they are also will be out of e3 this year and then it's their normal pr jargon where it's like oh we approach any event on a case-by-case -case basis blah 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 we're always considering different ways blah 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 and then we'll continue to always support e3 and even though they're not going to be there so standard uh nintendo jargon and it's just really sad to see that uh even though E3 will finally be back, that uh, Nintendo is not going to be a part of it. Well, speaking of people who are ditching E3, Brad Smith 
who uh, is president of Microsoft, vice chair and president of Microsoft, made a statement about this whole Activision acquisition. And they wanted to go on record uh, to be clear and address any misinformation and misunderstandings um, because Sony's been fighting this whole thing. And Microsoft made a statement like, oh, we're going to bring Call of Duty to Nintendo trying to win it over. And they have apparently now entered an agreement that negotiated and signed a binding 10-year legal agreement to bring Call of Duty to Nintendo players the same day as Xbox with full features and content parity. So they could experience Call of Duty just as Xbox and PlayStation gamers enjoy it. Uh, and they're committed to providing long-term equal access to Call of Duty to other gaming platforms as well. Um, so what happens after 10 years? We will never know, I guess. It depends on if this buyout goes through. And if it doesn't, this whole thing is meaningless. I'm sorry for wasting your time. <laughs> <laughs> well, speaking of wasting time, <laughs> firmware update for Nintendo Switch 16.00 is out, and that's a major firmware update in terms of numbers, but in terms of actually what we're seeing, um, well, you can, your user nicknames that cannot be used will now be replaced with question mark, question mark, question mark, which can be updated from the profile settings. And then there's also some general system stability improvements to enhance the user's experience. And that is all that's included in version 16.0.0 that was released on February 20th. And on uh, March 9th at 2 o'clock Pacific time, we will have a new Nintendo di di um, Direct. So if you want to see what's going to be happening, it will be a new tra the final trailer for the upcoming movie. Um, they did note... Uh, there will not be any actual game information shared with this final trailer. So make sure to set your calendars to that date and watch the trailer live when it goes, watches. And if one direct on March 9th wasn't enough, how about two? Because Level 5 is actually doing their own type of direct. The Level 5 Vision 2023 presentation has been announced. It's happening on Thursday, March 9th at 20 Japanese Standard Time or 8 p.m. Japanese Standard Time. Uh, we will see things like Inazuma 11, Deca Police, Fantasy Life I, Megaton Musashi, and the new Professor Layton. So get ready. We've got a lot of cool stuff coming really soon on March 9th. Nice. And also, many of you probably know that the Legend of Zelda Tears of the Kingdom has a collector's edition. And in that collector's edition, there's been an awesome art book. Well, supposedly, this is a warning to everybody, supposedly that art book has been leaked and some different aspects of the game have been coming out. And so just, we wanted to make sure that we warn you, we're not going to be digging into any of those leaks here on Nintendo Fuse podcast or any of our Discord or anything like that. But uh, more of a warning, just be careful out there if you don't want any leaks or anything spoiled for Tears of the Kingdom before it eventually launches. So be careful on the internet out there, guys. So what do you think about uh, any any further information or thoughts about any of these news things, Barry? Uh, E3 saddens me. I've always looked forward to E3. Uh, it's always been something uh, that's been really exciting. And this is going to be my last E3 uh, without you know a child. So I was like, oh, it's going to go big. It's going to go home. And nope, it's going to be small and tiny and... You know, I miss. I remember doing E3 with, especially with you, Steve, where we would, we would do like a video every single night as a recap, for like 
like almost seven days straight because it was always something happening. It was like really a big event and it was constantly taking notes and it was work, but it was so much fun. And, and now it's like, yeah. And it's like, do we need it still? And to, to me personally, I, I still want it because it's nostalgia. I can't get rid of hold of nostalgia, but it does suck, especially for us as Nintendo fans. Cause we always look forward to that June direct. Like that was, that was a nice big thing. And last year we didn't get it. And now there's no guarantee that we're going to get anything in June at all. Uh, and that, that really saddens me, which means Nintendo may not have much to show after, after uh, tears of the kingdom. So uh, I guess we'll have to wait and see um, as for the Activision Xbox acquisition, I could take it or leave it. Um, it's interesting that they're doing this, but I feel they're doing this just, just to, uh, kind of show like, look, we're not going to be a monopoly. Don't worry. Don't look, don't listen to Sony we're, we're going to work with Nintendo even. Um, so they got that in, uh, the firmware doesn't interest me at all. Uh, the Mario movie direct, I'm actually not interested in, like, mm -hmm. I don't even know if I'll watch it because I've seen enough. I already, I'm already interested in the movie. Like I'm going to see it. So I don't think I need another trailer at this point. I'll probably wind up catching it because someone will share it and go, oh, okay. But I don't need it. Uh, level 5 Vision, however, I do need. Uh, a lot of their games have always excited me with Level 5. I think they're very talented. Uh, they showed off a bunch at the last Nintendo Direct that all looked fantastic. And uh, I'm very excited to see what they're bringing to the table. And as for the Tears of the Kingdom art book, I'm not going to look at it. And I don't want anybody to tell me any, any spoilers uh, so beware, just as, as you said, Steve, beware. Yeah. Um, we got a chat real quick. A new place says, don't think Nintendo has any interest in bringing things like themes to Switch. Otherwise, they would have done, show by, done so by now. And he's excited about the Mario movie because he's a big Mario fan. Um, Blake says that uh, he has two, but doesn't need to see another trailer. Basically what Barry was saying. And uh, super pumped for the level five stuff as well. They are back. Yes, for sure. Uh, Greg, what'd you think about all these things? I was very like saddened to see that Nintendo's not going to do it like a traditional direct. I mean, I understand it's over a decade since they've had a formal like show at the actual E3 event, but they've usually at least had like a pretty much a big like a presentation, like a digital event, like all until COVID, and then now it's finally the opportunity to be back and have like the first year back and everything. And then they're like, Oh no, we're, we're good. We're not going to do it this year. So that's, yeah. I thought that's very disheartening that they won't even like have like any sort of presence. And that just basically just means a shadow drop for like the next paper Mario game and whatnot. So mm -hmm. yeah. <laughs> um, the, the Xbox thing is kind of great to see that the call of duty is finally coming to switch. I know there's been a lot of people like, pretty much demanding like why isn't call of duty actually on nintendo platforms and it's kind of great for people that really want to play those games like those not yet though games. that's only yeah. if the buyout goes through activision sure. doesn't have to agree to that microsoft made that agreement but yeah i mean it could potentially be something well or something awesome for people that do want to play it on switch obviously if it goes through though um Nintendo really needs to learn how to do firmware updates for major major versions and not just like, oh, we're just going to change <laughs> the characters of your inappropriate name and call it a major version. Like, I don't know why they can't respect uh, normal major versions and actually like add something like, uh, as Noobs was saying, like actual themes. I mean, how long do we have to wait for those? <laughs> 
How about me versus Nintendo would bring that back? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but yeah, the movie I've I've already been sold and actually but like a just a few nights ago I was trying to see if I was able to even get secure my tickets to a show of it yet, but they're not available to order yet. So um I'm already committed to see it and don't have to see the trailer and might even be trying to skip the trailer to so I don't get more spoiled on some of the best scenes because I do know quite a number of movies show like the most high like profile scenes like through the trailers and I don't want to have everything completely known up front. We yeah, the level five thing sounds good. It sounds like they'll finally be able to deep dive into some of the announcements from the Nintendo Direct, so they'll be good to see some expansion there. And then, yeah, it really stinks that the Nintendo sold their only copy of the edition, and now it's printed online for everyone to see and potentially spoil Tears of the Kingdom. So, yes, please be safe and don't uh, go looking for stuff if you don't want to find it. And if you start seeing the mention of it, just try to turn away if you're trying to avoid everything until the game comes out. Just yep. careful out there. Absolutely. Yeah, I pretty much agree with all of you guys have said, so I won't dig into it anymore. Um, because, uh, yeah, everything you said, I totally agree with on on all these. So let's, uh, before we jump into what's coming out over the next t- a couple of weeks, just a reminder, if you haven't subscribed yet on your favorite podcast app, hit that subscribe button and share this with other Nintendo gamers in your life. Maybe uh, a friend, family member, or something like that, that you know that would also enjoy this. Be sure to share it with them. If you are watching us on YouTube after the fact, be sure to hit the subscribe button there, but also hit that bell to be alerted every time we go live every time we post a video and you'll be alerted uh, for those sort of things. And also throw some comments down in the comment section to let us know what you think about everything that we've talked about. Also, if you've not joined us over on Twitter, be sure to do that at Nintendo fuse. And so you can find that link in our show notes and also the YouTube description. And also if you've not joined us on our discord, that'd be a great place to jump into our growing community over there. The link is on the screen in our show notes and also in the YouTube description. You can find it there and we would love to have you join us in the discord, but so let's see what's coming up over the next couple weeks. Our next podcast will be recorded on March 13th, but until then we've got, uh, got a few games coming out. And so I'm going to scroll them on the screen from the Nintendo website. Uh, but, uh, just kind of call out a few that, um, kind of stood out to me as I look through the list. Uh, Airy call mine comes out on March 2nd, figment Two creed Valley, Comes out on March 9th. Actually, March 9th is a really big day. You're also going to find Oni Road to Be Road to Be the Mightiest Oni is also on March 9th. Dead Cells Return to Castlevania on March 6th. Fatal Frame Mask of the Lunar Eclipse on March 9th, and The Legend of Heroes Trails to Azure on March 14th, which is technically a day after our next podcast. But I feel like it was important to call that out to make Barry happy. Um, but uh, what are you guys excited to play over the next couple of weeks? Maybe new games or maybe games that are on your backlog. How about you, Barry? Uh, I will be doing uh, Octopath 2. And I have two weeks to complete Octopath 2 and any actually like the Theater Rhythm uh, live, live pack and stuff like that. Uh, because as you said, we've got Trails of Azure coming out. And, then, and that is my next big game. And... I'm very much looking forward to that. And I have Kirby. I got Kirby. And I was mm-hmm. like, well, can I get Kirby in? But I'm like, Octopath, to me, takes precedence because I've already played Kirby and beat Kirby on the Wii. 
So I'm like, all right, I'm going to do Octopath. And if I could finish Octopath in time, I'm going to start Kirby. But once Trails comes, like, that's it. Like, that's going to take up my uh, my game. Nice. How about you, Greg? Yeah, there's... It's probably definitely going to be more um, previous games. There's, I still had wanted to try to get the Return to Dreamland in, in addition to Octopath Traveler 2. I haven't picked up either of those yet, even though those just came out over the last uh, few days. So it will definitely be trying to make more progress into the previous games. I really want to get back into Fire Emblem Engage, really want to get dive back into do some more Life is Strange now that I have it started. As Barry will infinitely remind me, I still have Xenoblade 3 to also boot back up to. So there's definitely plenty of uh, games for me to play. Not enough time. Nice. And you also got notes plus stickers. I saw that one coming through. That's 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 really important too. I have no idea what would be in that game. Um, just write notes. Notes and, and stickers. stickers I guess. <laughs> it's like a $15 game. It's kind of crazy. Um, yeah, I'm not going to be picking up anything new, I don't think, uh, over the next couple of weeks. I'm going to be hoping to finish up Life of Strange 2. Um, and I really want to spend some time. There were so many different uh, uh, demos that came out after the last Direct. And I would really like to, I need to just spend some time in the eShop and download uh, all those demos and, and try out all that stuff. Um, I intended to do that yesterday, but kind of ran out of time. So that's probably the, one of the big things that I'm going to be doing over over the next couple of weeks is trying out a lot of those demos that dropped and uh, getting some free games in with uh, at least partial <laughs> games um, with all the demos um, for sure. Um, Jakester says going to finish up his second run of Fire Emblem Warriors Three Hopes this week and then start uh, still work on Digimon and Earthbound Beginnings. Noob says, uh, going to be working through the backlog of games, so doubt be able to get any new games. Blake says, made it through Chapter 5 of Xenoblade 3, but also started Octopath 2, so probably going to be back and forth between those two games and also playing Mario Galaxy with the kids as well. So, yeah, that's... Uh, What's coming out over the next couple of weeks? What we're going to be playing? We'd love to know what you would be playing as well. So if you haven't let us know in the live chat, let us know in the comments as well, or uh, let us know in the um, in our Discord or on social media as well. We'd love to to hear what you're playing, what you're doing, what you're going through, all those all those sort of things. Our next episode is going to be on March 13th. We're going to be recording it on Twitch and YouTube. So be sure to join us in the live chat. Until then, though, Barry, what you're going to be up to over the next uh, couple weeks? Anything exciting? Uh, well, in addition to, to gaming and stuff and, and life, uh, I got uh, we have two new puppies coming on uh, Saturday, so that's super exciting for us because it's a you know finally getting getting dogs back after we lost ours, and uh, definitely looking forward to that. I've been been counting the days. Uh, and then, of course, uh, over a premium edition, we just had our state of premium, which was a, a ton of fun to put together and a, a blast. And we announced our first three PlayStation titles. We actually announced our first four, but uh, the first three are going up for pre-order. Uh, in fact, our first one, Phenotopia Awakening, we're bringing a PlayStation, uh, went up today. So that's available right now. We have Rack and Ruin in two weeks on PlayStation and then Music Racer Ultimate on uh, two weeks after that. And we also announced Bot Gaiden as well, one of our first uh, Series 2 PlayStation titles. So we're really excited to finally bring it to PlayStation. And we have big news coming for Switch gamers uh, really soon with our sixth series of titles. Ooh, that's exciting. Exciting. Greg, what are you going to be up to over the next couple of weeks? 
Well, I finally decided to get a new capture card. So that came, I think, earlier this week. So I'll probably hopefully have some chance to finally play around with it and hopefully get some extra vi- like switch videos and stuff up on like our YouTube potentially if I if everything goes pretty smoothly. So that's cool. kind of exciting to be able to jump back into that after it's been a while since the Wii U. <laughs> mm-hmm. That's cool. Yeah. So yet another reason why you should stay tuned to our uh, YouTube channel and make sure you subscribe. Yeah, I think uh, the next couple of weeks can be a little bit of downtime. My sister's getting married in a few weeks, so I'll be kind of getting ready for all of that. Uh, but uh, that's that's really the the big thing that's going to happen after the next podcast. But um, that's like the the biggest thing, I guess, going on in my my life. So hoping to get some time with some some games, enjoy some downtime currently, uh, and uh, yeah, just kind of chilling cruising through life and uh nothing nothing too too exciting to announce or talk about right now but but yeah we're so grateful that you guys have been here for episode 266 we're gonna be back like i said on march 13th with our next one so subscribe on all the different platforms share this with other nintendo gamers in your life join us on social media join us in the discord and uh yeah we'll see you on the next episode until then happy gaming everybody